to Beyond the Gate, our Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood podcast. I'm Megan. And I'm Meg. And today we are covering episode 27, Interlude Party, but we're doing things just a bit different. Yes, this is more of a uh, filler episode with a bunch of like flashbacks of previous episodes, so we got some some fun things planned. But first I'll just give a give a quick summary of the episode. Visions of the past play out by a warming fire as Hohenheim reflects on the unavoidable follies of man, the pain that comes with the loving family, the hidden truths of alchemy, and the roots and results of war. That's a pretty good explanation for a episode that didn't really yeah. give too much. It Honestly, was... that just like sums up the whole episode. <laughs> yeah. No, I, you know what? Watching it again, it was good. It was actually a very well done uh recap episode it was more engaging than a lot of recap episodes i've seen uh the only thing is when we first watched it i was just so annoyed that we had a recap episode right after you mm-hmm. know ed finding al and the the door of truth and all that was happening and i just wanted to see if he gets back to him safely mm-hmm. yeah it was disappointing but we're not going to talk about it in this episode um, we'll release a bonus episode later this week, but there is a new intro for this episode. And it's so that my was favorite. Yeah, that was one. That was one uh, treat in this. Episode. Yes. All right. Um. Honestly, like I'll just go super quick through the episode, and then we'll get to like our bonus, our mm-hmm. bonus things. <laughs> um. Basically, Hohenheim is drinking with a young version of Panaco at a campfire. And there are just, like, people dancing around the fire. We first get uh, flashbacks of all the the conflicts that Amestris has been a part of, like, Ishval. Um, uh, he was talking about all the different battles and Ed. And then Hohenheim talks about his family and Ed and Al. And then we get, like, flashbacks of their human transmutation and them figuring out what the philosopher's stone is made of and um all that fun stuff reliving the trauma always Woo-hoo. always a blast and then in between that flashback and the next one or uh, between those scenes and the next one we see another version of hohenheim talking to him um just saying that humans are just natural resources um and then we see the making of a philosopher's stone we see uh xerxes and then and then the different uh human sacrifices ed and al and izumi and basically this other hohenheim is like humans are helpless and they're they're not worth anything except to be used and panako accuses hohenheim about always knowing of the homunculi's plans which we don't know if that's true or not yet um but then we see the flashback of all the the or the scenes of all the different of all the homunculi and some of the fights they've they've been in um and after we see the homunculi panaco is like humans won't give up we'll keep fighting we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're not gonna let the homunculi win um and then we see scenes of uh different people not giving up like ed and al and then something kind of creepy happens. We see like the Hohenheim without his his um his glasses. Like I think he's like standing in the fire, and all the people are gone. 
-hmm. And then um, he approaches Panaco and we see that Panaco is uh, Hohenheim underneath. And then- Yeah, he peels off uh, the mask and it just reminded me of like that scene in Captain America when Red Skull takes off his his uh, mask. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's kind of gross. And then we also see Hohenheim has all these like faces on him like Envy does in his Mm -hmm. true form. Um, so we get the sense that there is more to Hohenheim than we have been led to believe. We just, so far, all we've seen him is, of him is that he's kind of a deadbeat dad, but. And maybe even a shady underground mm-hmm. controller of homunculi. <laughs> yes, but could be more to him. And the, Hohenheim is kind of like, uh, humans are weak. They're They're never going to win. But then we see, I think it's a young version of Trisha yes, talking yes. to Hohenheim. And she tells him, we may be weak, but we will get stronger. And then we see very heartwarming scenes of people like taking care of each other and like not giving up. And then Hohenheim is thinking of his family and he's like, well, even if even if uh, humans are helpless, like you can fight for fight for your family. and. And fight for those people. Um, don't give up. Don't give up on humans, basically. And then he wakes up, and it turns out it was all a dream. Of course it was. Yes. Those <laughs> scenes always are. But oh, that's yeah. basically like a brief summary of this episode. Yep. Um, and, of course, this is not in the manga. And it's just kind of like the anime's way of, I don't know, mid-series break getting people up to speed and rehashing what's happened so far. But something we did want to mention from the manga is a chapter focused on Hohenheim that the anime leaves out. And it's this uh, kind of cool Wild West sort of looking scene where Hohenheim is on a stagecoach and he's traveling and there are other people in the caravan with him and they get, uh, they, they get held up. Like there's a robbery that happens on the roads. They, there are bandits coming after them. And Hohenheim, you know, he he really steps up and, and tries to protect everyone. Uh, but in the process, the bandits have guns and they shoot him multiple times. Uh, and yet he is not dead. He's riddled with holes, like bullet holes are all over his clothing. But he's, he's still very much alive. And um, the authorities are able to catch the bandits and they question Hohenheim like what happened and everyone from the stagecoach is shocked and all Hohenheim says is I'm a monster oh that's so sad (laughs) yeah uh yeah there was also some yeah I like I have I like that story I remember reading it way back that was a long time ago but Mm -hmm. um (laughs) I there's also some extra manga stuff um that I wanted to talk about and also there were, um, in volume 12, there was a little interview of, um, with the author and there's some, she gave some interesting answers to some questions. So I thought I would read some of those, but, um, one of, one of the extras in volume 12 is Ling and he has his anti-homunculus secret weapon. I love, I love this one. I'll definitely be posting it, but it's basically him, um, squirting, um, First tangerine juice and then lemon juice in in um the Fuhrer's and then uh and then uh, Gluttony's like 
eye in his stomach. <laughs> and actually, I think that's a recurring theme. Like they use that gag again yeah. in another four panel comic. Yeah, I saw I, I saw that one and it, it's it's hilarious. Um because <laughs> he prays and he like runs away laughing, reminds me of that scene in that one episode. No, not never mind that he's screaming in that in that. Like scene, right? <laughs> yeah, I was like, no, no, no. But in this one, he's like, ah. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Yeah, yeah. It's a little, little bit reminds me of that. And then the I'm like, like my eyes, my eyes, my eyes. Um, <laughs> oh, I can't remember which volume it was, but another volume. Uh, you know, at the end of them, she puts a little in memoriam thing and shows whoever died that that you know scene floating up into heaven, and in one of the volumes. It's empty. It's like just the sky because no one died. <laughs> That's awesome. I don't remember that one. That could be a later one. I I read ahead, so oh, okay. Forgive okay. me if I'm I'm being premature. Yes. <laughs> um, I guess that's only very really funny extra one that I wanted to show to share. But let me uh, look at some of these extra extra questions. I mean, some questions uh, from the author. First, somebody asked, uh, when are the characters' birthdays? That's like a pretty common thing Mm -hmm. in a lot of mangas. Like, just a lot of shows in general, like, you know the characters' birthdays. And then I always always see a lot of info. Yeah, yeah. But she said that she doesn't know. She just hasn't decided. Except I think she said Ed was born in the winter, but apparently the winter can last up to six months. Um, huh. in northern sounds Japan, like, so sounds like the so, Midwest. Yeah, so so it's not not very specific. Um, yeah. Although that is kind of different because I've noticed that most shonen have the main character with a summer birthday. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then and then another question is how come all your characters are so muscular? And she says, if they're too skinny, my poor characters will look like they're not being fed. <laughs> Spoken like I a true farmer. That. Yeah. Um, there was another one that I really liked. Let me find it. Um, oh, okay. And we've kind of already mentioned this, but uh in the full metal world, are there holidays like Christmas and Valentine's Day? And she said, No, there aren't because Christian Christianity doesn't exist in that world and there aren't any conspiracies created by chocolate companies either. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, there. Okay, I gotta find. There was one more that I really liked. Uh, something about the women. Women should be strong, or something like that. I think that. Was yeah, important. yeah. I'm trying to find. Maybe, maybe it's the next. Okay, okay. So she says, "What did you do before you were a manga artist?" And she, as we already know, grew up on a farm, um, raised and raised cows, and then. Uh, she said her family motto is those who don't work don't deserve to eat. So that's the reason there are so many women, working women in full metal. Mm. She was, she grew up working and she has a very good work, work ethic. And yeah, I just thought that was some interesting facts about the author and the characters as well. Nice. Yeah. Well, speaking of characters, we're just briefly going to, uh, mention like the growth thus far of specifically ed alan winry like all of the characters are going through changes in character growth but these three are actually adolescents so it's a little a little easier to track growth as well as like physical maturity so 
Al, well, obviously he doesn't have his body, so you can't really track maturity that way. But I have noticed that the voice actress is kind of coming into her own, and I'm not sure if she's intentionally making Al sound older. But to me, he he sounds older throughout the whole series. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would agree. Like, if you listen to, like, the first or second episode and then go back to a later episode, yeah, he sounds sounds just more mature, more grown up. Yeah. Um, And personality-wise, I think Al is less timid than he used to be. Like, mm -hmm. he... He was always just the strong, solid support to anyone who needs him, but he's definitely taking more action and, like, becoming uh, a force in and of himself, uh, which yeah. could be a little bit of Ed's influence, but also just his his drive and determination coming through. Yeah, I like it. I especially, I mean, I think one one key moment was when he, like, protects um, Riza. Yeah, yeah. Um, from Lust. Yeah. And he kind of chews her out a little bit. And he's like, I'm not going to let anybody else get hurt. Yes. Um, I love that moment. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the moment when you go, Al is awesome. Like, he is mm-hmm. not the secondary character. He he is a main. He will always be a main. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's his own person in that. And I, I like that. Yeah. Um, and I like that he, like... I like when, although it does make me sad when Ed and Al are separated, I also like when they're separated because then it really is like two main characters. Yes, um, they they get to grow on their own. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think they definitely need that. Yeah, although you're right, parting is such sweet sorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then... I didn't like I didn't notice how much they actually are separated throughout. Yeah throughout the show because they were they were separated when the see, battle the, with lust happened yeah the battle then, of lust but then also or even earlier when the fifth laboratory yeah the fifth laboratory and the um when they fought greed mm-hmm. um yep. and then and, and now and now they're also separated yeah so it's and uh, yeah in the future seen it, but, mm-hmm. but yeah it will also happen in the future as well i think yeah it's yeah. Interesting. Um, and now, like, mentioning that, now mentioning Ed, like, he, he's grown up physically because, mm-hmm. just look at a picture of him from episode one and then go to now. His, his face is less round and, and babyish, and mm-hmm. he's a little bit more muscular, like, it's a little more apparent that he has muscle. He's always been kind of scrappy, but, like, now he's got like a little muscle tone to him um and if i'm not mistaken he is taller yeah i think it's his height isn't as obvious there was one scene i think when he was like with winry like later that i was like oh i think he's actually that's the grown. one where you know yeah but... i think he's actually grown no even now like no there was one like i think i maybe mentioned it in in whatever episode it was but oh, oh and it yeah like it looks like he's grown a little yes. like he's still not he's still shorter than winry but he's getting there he's trying to catch um, up yes yes um personality wise he will always be a hothead and that's just who he is but he's taking the time to like consider how his words would affect somebody before he speaks especially with winry um mm-hmm in a battle, not so much. But when it comes to, like, dealing with friends and family, he he holds his tongue a little and kind of considers, like, should I say this? Should I not? Yeah, I think it, 
one awesome thing about Ed is that he has always cared about people and like, uh, you know, he never has wanted to to hurt to hurt anybody. And I think that has yeah. become even more apparent, especially after learning about the the Philosopher's Stone and like what it's made of. And like just especially in this last episode when he had to use it. And he was it, oh that he was, was so like respectful and like Yeah. I respect people like who take things like that into consideration, who know that uh life is hard for everybody and they're like, well what are your struggles and and how is what I'm doing affecting you? Um mm-hmm. or even like the comment he made about, oh I gotta go back and fix the damage I caused during my fight with Scar, like that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and I, I he also like just it's not really like a super huge focus of the show, but like his fighting skills, I think, have also improved. Mm-hmm. Just like yeah. not so much that he's like gotten like stronger necessarily, which I think he has, but just like he thinks through his actions. His learning curve more. is is very mm-hmm. high. He was already yeah. overpowered, but he's he's becoming more strategic. Yeah, yeah. And I like that, like, even though he's getting stronger, he's still, he's not unbeatable, for yeah. sure. He's overcoming um, challenges. And that's what I really appreciate about a story, is, like, there are some stories where you can see their progress and you think, ah, the villain they faced in season one would not stand a chance against them now. It's too easy. But in this one, it's like, all of the villains they face are worthy opponents and sometimes they just make it out by the skin of their teeth but maybe now with what they learned it would be easier if they faced them again maybe Mm -hmm. you don't know yeah and also just like thinking the only reason that they even like survive against homunculi because they're not trying to kill them right you know no i mean i don't know maybe at this point they could they could take one on and survive but i don't know yeah i don't know uh yeah and then uh winry she well physically speaking we she's in this new outro and she does look older like her face too isn't as round um and Mm -hmm. i think i'm not sure if her hair really changes because it was always really really long where we're at um she she looks how do i phrase this I know I I know what you're trying to say she just her she just looks older yes and I know this I'll probably mention this later too but in future episodes especially with the next arc coming up I noticed that her body type is more full like when a woman yeah 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 there's more definition exactly and she's got like this uh you know how she was talking about ed's shoulders looked more broad well hers look more not broad because a lady doesn't really have broad shoulders necessarily <laughs> unless you're a swimmer <laughs> sorry sorry I'm I'm I don't care. <laughs> that was the runner and me being snippy um <laughs> but anyway she looks like her posture just set like she looks more confident. Mm-hmm. And yeah. And I think personality-wise for her, she's becoming more patient. She doesn't get as mm-hmm. mad at Ed anymore and she's like really trying to hone her skills and be responsible and learn automail. Mhm. Yeah, that's that's exactly what I was going to say. Like she has very much 
grown she's grown a lot in her profession and like she has and she has I think has more confidence in it and like the drive I mean she's always loved it but like even more so now she wants to like become the best yes Um, I really I I really like that she's she's only probably 16 by this point but like 15 when we started and like she wanted to carry on the family business but not like more than that she wanted to do it you know just this complete utter passion for it that has led her to want to learn more even though she's already very very skilled yeah uh we didn't really have voice actors to discuss in this episode per se but just two that i wanted to mention who showed up briefly was a different actress played young pinaco and that was shelly killeen black i butchered that name sorry but she's Yachi's mother from Haikyuu, uh, the mother from Crave of the Fireflies, and Khalifa from One Piece. And then uh, another actress played the young Trisha, but that was Tia Ballard, who also plays Xiao Mei, and we've already covered her. Yep. Yeah, really not not too much happened in this in this episode. But yeah. I I think I especially appreciated it. Like, we've only been watching one episode a week, so it's it's been kind of nice to like see uh like oh this is how far we've come yes um and and since i already know what happened in the next <laughs> episode i don't feel as much of a like oh i gotta watch it yes um, yeah but <laughs> gives us more time to formulate our thoughts yes yeah okay So something fun we're going to do now that we've covered all that we wanted to cover, we are going to be taking two quizzes live for you all. We'll read off the questions and we'll say which answers we gave. Um, And the first one is going to be, which Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood character are you from Playbuzz? And before we start, we're going to say which character we think we're going to get. So uh, Meg, who do you think you'll be? (laughs) Oh, okay. I should have thought of this beforehand because I, I have no idea. <laughs> have we, I can't remember if we've talked about this before or not. Maybe I feel like we have. You have your answer. Sort of. I'm going to give a soft answer. Alphonse, I, I, I relate to him kind of. Not completely, but a lot of similarities between him and me. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I could see you being Riza. Yeah, okay. I think I think actually maybe that was one person that I had talked about. Yeah. Yeah, Riza. Maybe. Just because she's she is quieter, but she she knows what she wants. And she's very mm, very loyal, which I would say that I am. Yeah. All right. Okay. Question number one. Which area of alchemy would you specialize in? Reconstruction alchemy, alkahestry, flame alchemy, or homunculus? That's not a form of alchemy, but that's an option. (laughs) What's your answer? Which one would? Okay. I know which one I want to specialize in. (laughs) (laughs) Just go with your gut. (laughs) Well... I feel like if I say this and I'm just going to get Roy, but I really like fire. So just go, go for it. I'm going to go, go I'm going to go with flame alchemy. What what about you? For for practical purposes, I'm going with reconstruction alchemy. 
I know that that's that's kind of like that's more actually alchemistry would also be awesome because you can heal and like do long distance, which is kind of yeah, yeah. I I, I as much as I love fire, I, I'm gonna go. I, I'm gonna go with alchemistry because cool. I, <laughs> I think that would be more useful in, in All right. life. All right, question number two. Which of the homunculus was your least favorite? <laughs> well, that's, that's easy for you. <laughs> yeah. Lust, sloth, wrath, envy, gluttony, or pride? <laughs> Lust. <laughs> Sorry. Mm, I think I'm going to go with gluttony just because he's so creepy. creepy. And yeah. as I've already talked about on the podcast, but he just like reminds me of like a clown. And I yep. don't. And like... I don't like that baby. He's like a baby, but then like also eats a people. And I just like, <laughs> yeah, I just like, I don't like it. I don't like mm-hmm. it. So I, I'm going with gluttony. Okay. Question number three. Another homunculus question. Which of these negative traits do you see most in yourself? Envy, oh, lust, pride, <laughs> greed, sloth, wrath, or gluttony? <laughs> Ooh, okay. <laughs> um, they spelled wrath. I know they keep saying wraith. (laughs) Yikes. Um, mm, And that's hard. I'm between two. So Mm. I think there's, okay, there's a lot I could say about pride or Mm -hmm. greed, but I think I'm going to go with envy because I'm the type of person who, if I see someone doing something and I think it's cool, I'm like, I wish I could do that. Mm -hmm. And then I can, you know, get down on myself for not knowing enough skills. (laughs) Yeah, I think I think I'm gonna go with pride. Mm. I think that's. I think that would have been my second. Yeah, yeah. I feel like, what do I say without making myself sound like a terrible person? (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. It's easy to overestimate your yeah, like like in yeah, like in your head, like you secretly think that you're like the best person even though you also know that you're not <laughs> and it's you know what i would say that's it, edwards like pride and uh, like edwards not fatal flaw i think he has other fatal flaws but i think pride is what got him in this situation with trying to get mm-hmm. his and al's bodies back like him thinking i know enough to do this thing yeah to mom back. and that's i think that's kind of me sometimes like oh mm-hmm. i know everything and then like i forget this one key thing and i'm like oh <laughs> i'm stupid oh okay all here's right the next question <laughs> choose which words describe your personality the most option one strong-willed empathetic enthusiastic option two loyal stubborn strong-willed number three kind-hearted patient compassionate four quiet collected serious five confident intelligent self-absorbed six brooding protective and compassionate or seven silly observant and ambitious oh boy oh i know this is i'm gonna say this is hard uh, uh, they, they shouldn't have given so much yeah i know what other people would describe me as but they don't know my mind <laughs> yeah i know right that's the thing is that like people say things about you and you're always like Mm, yeah because for me for me what I want to describe myself as is silly observant and ambitious and to a certain extent Mm -hmm. I am those things 
But I think the key parts of my personality that come through to other people, and and this is the option I'm going to choose, is kind-hearted, patient, and compassionate. Yeah, that's that's what I would choose for you. But also, (laughs) honestly, silly, observant, and ambitious also fits really well. So I think you you're 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 good either way. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go with the. Oh, you know what? Now that you say that, I'm going with silly, observant, and ambitious. Yeah. Thank thank you for changing my mind. (laughs) Uh, this one's hard. I think part of you is the quiet, collected, serious. I know that's that's that that was one of my mine. I was gonna do that or loyal, stubborn, and strong-willed. I like that one too. (laughs) I know. Because I wouldn't say, like, I seem serious to people. I think you can be kind of goofy, too. I don't think I am, actually. (laughs) Well, you were just saying how you're loyal, so. I know. I was like, maybe I should say that. I'll do that one. Okay, cool. All right, next question. Rate your temper from (laughs) 0 to 10, least to most. So option was 2 to 4, 4 to 6, 6 to 8, 8 to 10. Oh, my word. (laughs) Um, uh, I don't get angry that often, so I'm going to be on the, the lower, the yeah. lower end. Um, I think, I think I'm going to choose two to four because I can get angry, but it never lasts very long. Yeah, that's, that's what I think I'm going to go with too. I right. really don't. At least we can agree on that. that. Yeah. <laughs> takes a special person to get me furious. And by that, I mean my brother. Uh, okay (laughs) next question what do you value the most family peace career slash success altruism myself or duty and responsibility Hmm. i'm going with family i I know it's family it's between family or duty and responsibility because that could also fit with With family family i'm just gonna say family okay I don't care about peace. <laughs> okay, I was. We were playing. Um, would you rather? Oh. <laughs> um, in a in a game, and I was getting like the worst questions because one one of them was like, "Would you rather get rid of all hate in the world or all hunger in the world?" Ooh. And I I said, "All hunger," and because. Well, two reasons. One, it's good to hate some things. Good to hate I guess some so. things. Yeah, and also, like, I'm not a huge fan of like, oh, I want world peace. Like, I just like <laughs> wouldn't necessarily am a pe- say I'm a pessimist, but that would be very hard. Yeah, it's kind of a yeah, lofty, well, impossible goal. So, although with that and question, so is like so is like world hunt solving world hunger but right yeah it's one of those beauty pageant uh answers yeah that's the thing is that like world peace yeah that's that's literally whenever i say whenever i hear like that answer and i always just think of like beauty pageants in my mind and just like yeah i roll so anyway honestly though i probably would have chosen the other option to say get rid of hatred because my brain immediately thought if there's the absence of hatred that means that love fills that void, hopefully. So if you have more love for people, then you want to share with people, and that leads to, like, helping with world hunger and all that stuff. So anyway. Yeah, I can, <laughs> I, I can, I can see that. But, yeah. but no, I'm solving world hunger. 
Okay. That that is also between good. us. Between us, we make a we make a good team, right? Cool. Yeah, we'll solve all the world's troubles. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Oh, this question is really good. So, oh, wait, what okay, is I didn't your... answer yet. I didn't. Oh, I didn't come answer. on, hurry <laughs> up, chop chop. <laughs> I was thinking. Okay, I'm gonna go with duty and responsibility because I think that okay. encompasses family. All right. So, next question: What is your D and D alignment? Lawful neutral, lawful good, neutral good, chaotic good, chaotic neutral, true neutral, evil, or pure good? Mm. I think I might just go with lawful good. Like, I would love to say chaotic good, but I I like following rules. I like when, I don't know, Mm. laws are abided by. (laughs) Same, but I always say I only follow a rule if it makes sense. Mm. That's a good policy, too. I'm just going to um, say lawful good because I think that 75% encompasses mm-hmm. me. Yeah. Yeah, but I won't necessarily say I'm chaotic. <laughs> maybe I'll so say going I'm, for... Maybe I'll say I'm neutral good? Okay. Yeah. There's I some wiggle room in there. Yeah. I'm going to go with okay. that. All right. Last question. Last one, choose a color that represents you the most. So we've got red, excitement, passion, and romance. Blue, integrity, confidence, sincerity. White, hope, purity, peacefulness. Green, relaxation, growth, safety. Purple, dignity, wisdom, passion, vision. Pink, love, beauty, faith, romance. Or yellow, intellect, friendliness, joy, caution. Huh. Because if we're going with favorite color, I would choose pink, but this one... This is about representing. What? I didn't know. You, wait, I didn't know your favorite color was pink. How did you not know that? <laughs> you know what my favorite color is? Blue? Yeah. <laughs> but have I ever told you that? I don't know if I no. have. I just guessed. You seem like a blue person. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that came out wrong. <laughs> you seem like the person who'd be drawn to that color. Um <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't know mine because, like, all of my art club friends, I showed up with my pink winter coat and my pink backpack and my pink workout bag one day. Uh, Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I guess I'm not. (laughs) Not very. uh, Actually, that kind of of, like tracks me because, like, I never like I can never tell you anybody's like eye color, so like I don't not really like notice that kind of stuff. See, I'm a visual learner, so I think I do take notice of those things. But also don't feel bad because although pink is my favorite color, that's normally like my, I don't know, decorations or accessories. I normally wear blue, like blue striped Mm -hmm. shirts. Yeah, I was going to say like I, I mean, I definitely wear blue, but I don't like I wear a lot of pink because that's a color that looks good on me. But that's definitely like Mm -hmm. not my favorite color. So yeah. I don't know. Uh, All right. I gotta I gotta pick pick one of these. I am between purple and yellow. Okay. I think I'm gonna go with yellow. Uh, Intellect, friend friendliness the word friendliness caught my attention because mm-hmm. I'm not exactly social, but I try to like greet people with a smile, you know? Yeah, yeah. And then the caution mm-hmm. part at the end, that being tagged onto the end was very See, that's the thing. That's the thing that's getting me cuz like yellow, I could do all those except for caution. Really? Okay. I'm like super cautious. <laughs> I w- I was thinking yeah, either purple. Mm, I do purple. Purple or green, but mm. Mm, 
I'm going to go with purple. Okay, we're going to, I'm going to pick yellow and we'll click it in three, two, one. Please don't be lost. Please don't be lost. <laughs> I don't think that was, I looked, that wasn't one of the options. Oh, hallelujah. Hey! Okay, <laughs> who, did, who did you get? Who did you get? <laughs> we might have gotten the same person. I got Ed. I did too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's the description. Edward Elric. You are Edward Elric. Like Ed, you outwardly display an immature personality. With a remarkably stubborn and strong-willed nature, you act purely from self-interest. You may also have a quirk temper and show an abrasive nature when people get on the wrong side of you. However, you have an unflinching loyalty and compassion for the few people who are important to you. What the heck? How does that, how does, how did our answers? Because both of us were like, we aren't, we don't get angry. And like, we, yeah. like, that doesn't make sense. Okay. The the only thing, hmm, the only thing that tracks with me is you have an unflinching loyalty and compassion for the few people who are important to you. Yeah, that's like, that's really the only thing. I liked getting Ed, but reading the description, I'm not so sure now. And what the heck? He doesn't act purely from self No, he acts always for his brother or for the people around him. I disagree. Okay, this this quiz is trash. (laughs) On to the next one! Okay, so the next one is sort of simpler yeah it's from buzzfeed and it's uh are you more alphonse or edward and before we start i'm gonna go out on a limb here and say i'm more alphonse okay well for this one since we only have two options i would say that i'm probably more edward yeah probably more ed so okay yeah all right so it says which elric brother from fullmetal alchemist are you either way you'll get a pretty bad alchemist Bad in the good way. Yeah. All right. Question number one. Why would you want to study alchemy? To fight? To heal? Because it looks cool? Or for the sake of knowledge? (laughs) (laughs) My my good answer would be to heal. My I really want to click this answer is because it looks cool. Then do that. If that's that's the first instinct. Honestly, seeing it makes me want to do it. So that's probably yeah. the same thing because it looks cool. What about you? Hmm. I'm trying to decide between that or for the sake of knowledge. Mm. I do like to learn things just to learn. But it, I'm going to go with that one just so that we're okay. different. Yeah. Uh, question number two. Whose transmutation circle would you use to crush your enemies? Roy Mustangs? Isaac McDougall's, who was the freezing alchemist, Alex Louis Armstrong's, or I don't need a circle, which is Ed. Um, <laughs> I don't, I I don't go need with, a circle. Yeah, that, that was me too. Even though that means that we maybe did, yeah. human, we maybe did human transmutation, but that's fine. <laughs> okay. Uh, next question: What is your relationship with your parents? Eh, we tolerate each other. Pretty close, or they're the best. They're the best. I'm going with we're pretty close. <laughs> sorry mom and dad if you're listening <laughs> <laughs> just kidding <laughs> sorry that i didn't pick there the best <laughs> all right next question which deadly sin would be your undoing lust gluttony greed mm. sloth wrath envy pride or none of them does mm. that mean like which which sin do you succumb well, to or does this yeah mean, like, i think i think so oh well i have to say envy again because i did last time yeah i was gonna say that or 
Oh, I might say I should say Pride again, but Gluttony yeah. was also my second my I second option that. because like but no wait, but that I means tend to overeat, but you're skinny. No, 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 no. <laughs> I I consider gluttony not just eating, but like uh, I see what you. But mean, also like just overdoing everything, like going on, oh, okay, going on TikTok and spending hours on there, or like <laughs> sleeping way too much, okay. like things like that. I don't necessarily mean. Yeah, eating. Although that can be a problem sometimes, but yeah. <laughs> you don't just because you're skinny doesn't mean that you don't eat a lot or eat too much. <laughs> um, okay, but I'll go with pride because I did say that before. Okay. All right. Someone makes fun of you for being short. How do you react? You deck them? Who cares? Ask for the stop or tell them off. Uh, uh... I think my normal reaction, because I am short, is who cares? Yeah, that that's that that was my I also am short, so <laughs> I would also say who cares. I don't care. All right. Next All right. question. How far would you go to protect those you love? You would exile yourself, you would take a life, you would sacrifice yourself, or you would give up your powers. Uh I feel like all of these are pretty similar. Yeah. Except the take a pretty, life one. Yeah, that um, one. I think I would say I would sacrifice myself. Like, if it ever mm-hmm. came to that in real life, I hope I would be brave enough to sacrifice myself. But yeah, in the hopes that I would, I'll I'll say that. Is there like an all of the above option? <laughs> you know what? Sacrificing that? yourself might might kind of be the all of the above. Cause... Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. All right, I, I'll do that then. All as right. Well. We're going to get the same. We're gonna get the same. We are. Okay, next. If everything came crashing down around you, who would you turn to? Your friends, your siblings, your parents, or your mentors? I think mm-hmm. I'd say my parents. Mm-hmm. Same. Okay. Because <laughs> in my personal experience, yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I got my results. Uh, how about you? So did I. Okay. I'm, I think we probably got the same person. Alphonse? Yep. All right, Alphonse Aruk. There's no doubt you share Alphonse's sweet and caring nature, but beneath that kind exterior, you're also deeply complex and fiercely devoted to the causes you care about. You also manage to keep your cool and maintain a warm optimism in the most stressful situations. People around you admire your sense of duty and attentiveness to those in need. Holy smokes, that sums me up more than the last one. Yeah, this one definitely fits a lot better. Yeah. (laughs) That's... I'm sad about the other one. Why did why did we get the same person? I, I sometimes know. like when I was younger, I would like take quizzes multiple times just to like figure out if you could like it. Mm, to figure out the trick to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Huh. Or like sometimes, like there was some of those like you know that you would take be like just test your IQ or like see oh. <laughs> see how many you get how see how smart you are and like I did it sometimes or like no matter. No matter what you say, you always get the same answer. Right. It's- There's like the one question that decides it all sometimes. Mm-hmm. But anyway, that was, I mean, at least that was fun. <laughs> yeah, it was. And I didn't get lust, and that's all I was looking for. <laughs> you hate lust with a... Burning passion. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, actually, I don't really hate her. I, I mean, I love her voice you actress. Just don't she like was a formidable her. foe, but in the long run, she just made me uncomfortable every time she was on screen. Like, and not not just her 
not just her body type. I I don't want to make it sound like I just hate, you know, her her uh, physical type, but just in the way she was so like seductive. The way she like presented herself. That's yeah. that's what you didn't like. Yeah, not really not bad. the way she necessarily looked. And anything. how she yeah. straight up stabbed Havoc and ripped his heart out metaphorically. Yes. Yeah. And mm-hmm. she liked toying with the humans. Yeah, which I don't I don't like anybody that tries to do no. that. <sighs> well, I guess we will be back to our regularly scheduled episode <laughs> format next time. But we also were planning on coming out with a bonus episode pretty soon for the new intro outro. Yeah, I think this this Friday. Yeah, we should have it. Yes. Episode's released. Yeah. All right. We'll be back next week with another episode. All right. Bye. Bye.